so um in this episode i can i talk to you about something so it, it's pickling my brain a little bit but um i think it's important to um i don't know just run this passage so basically um i want to tell you a story but i want to reassure you at the same time okay so I, I asked, I asked the, the, my client if I could mention this. No names, no one knows, blah, blah. So um, basically, I get this message. It's um, an email come through. And this gentleman is interested in working with me. He doesn't know what he wants. He hasn't got a clue, but he said he felt drawn. So I thought, fair enough. But he wants to meet me. And I thought, oh, shit. This is where the social skills are like crap. And... Um, yeah, I said, yeah, right. Um, yeah, name a place and whatever, and we'll go. And he says, can we go for lunch? And I thought, oh, God. Hang on, let me have a sip of my coffee. So I said, yeah, go on then. So um, he sends me this invitation. Mayfair. And it's lunch at Mayfair. And I thought, shit, I don't even have a handbag. I, I haven't. Mm, I just need to get this stuff. I need to get a watch and a handbag because I just don't have these things. So anyway, I thought, well, I'm just gonna have to turn up as a turn up and I'll just put things in my pockets for now. And um, so I get a car and I, I go there and he's incredibly charming and incredibly like uh, crisp from top to bottom. I mean, this guy is dripping in success, like it's unbelievable. Uh, but I don't see that. I see um, energy and I see the person so straight away I felt what was wrong I felt that he was um, off key a bit depressed lonely more than anything so I started downloading all this stuff and I sat down and he just said look I don't know I don't know where we start I don't know you know what happens next but I think I need help but nothing works like therapy doesn't work or anything and I thought yeah because it you don't need a therapist, babe. So I started getting all this all this information. So anyway, we ordered some lunch and he ordered fish, peas and potatoes, right? And um, I've got a fear of missing out, so I've got the same. And so we're having lunch and then lunch is over and he puts his knife and fork together and sits back. And I said to him, eat your peas. And he says, excuse me? I said, eat your peas. <laughs> and he said, oh, oh no, I've, I've had quite enough. I says, no, eat, eat your peas. <laughs> and he just looked at me like, what the fuck? And um, he said, oh, um, why do you want me to eat my peas? I says, you've got to eat your vegetables. And I said, I don't want you getting ill. He says, you'll get ill if you don't eat your vegetables. I said, I care about you. I don't want you to get ill. And he started to well up. And I thought, oh, shit, have I said something? Like, have I pushed it too far or what's going on? And then it dawned on me. I thought, you know what? This guy doesn't have home. He's Mr. International. He flies here, there and everywhere. He grew up. Success was in his blood. He had to grow up very quickly. He doesn't have play. And he doesn't have home. Like, there's no one looking after him, telling him to eat his peas. And I think we both realised it at exactly the same time. You know, 
it's quite symptomatic my job really you just sit there and you're well diagnostic actually and then you just read the symptoms and um he said no one tells me to eat my vegetables and i says and there's your problem that's why you don't need a therapist you just need people you need good people you know you need someone to come home to you need you know whether you're flying here there and everywhere you can't be having these girls in different countries you know oh i've landed in here i'm gonna hook up with someone or i'm gonna give someone a call these people they don't care they won't be at your funeral you know you need someone who cares about your well-being and he just welled up so much you know and it was so sad because i was just like your whole life you've been mr Tickbox, you know doing this doing that achieving this achieving that but no one is telling you to eat your peas, you know? And I think in this day and age where social media is telling you to hustle, you know, and surround yourself by people you want to be like, which is 1000% correct. You cannot be around people who drain you, but make sure that you are at home, okay? Make sure that the people around you are home. They feel like home. They feel like they drain you. There's, it's a no, you know? Always promise me you'll always have someone in your life that tells you to eat your peas, you know? And so anyway, he we're working together. And um, yeah, he's a good lad, he's a good lad. And we're gonna fix that broken heart of his. And we're gonna fix that mind of his because he's too much in his headspace. He's kind of driving himself a little bit mad, to be honest. He said, oh, I've got this, this, and they've been diagnosed with all this. And I was like, no, you don't. You, um, your energy's off, that's all. So we're gonna work together, right? But the reason I'm telling you is because success and, and achieving things is, it, it, it's good for your soul because you get to exercise and, you know, manifest what you want, you know? It's good, it's playtime. And that's what life's about. But the essences of play and the essences of people taking care of you. You can't buy that, you know, you can't. And if you feel, well, how do I get these people? You'll get them. You're telling me, right, you meet, you meet so many people per day. Some day. I mean, some days you don't talk to anyone, I get that. But generally, on an average, you'll meet quite a lot of people. And the one that cares about you, the one that checks in to see you, if you're eating your peas, is that you need to, you need to, you know, keep them. Now, I've, I've talked about bad friends before, and you you do want to be careful of the ones that make out they're caring for you. Oh, I'm only caring for you, I'm only caring for you. But they don't listen to you, you know? And it's like, when, when people don't listen, stop talking, you know? I've had people in my life where I've said, oh, I just need a break, like, I'll be in touch when I be in touch, you know? It's going to be weeks or months, I don't even know. And, um, well, every day checking in. And I'm like, fuck off. I just need a break. A break basically means I don't want to be looking at my phone or replying, to be honest. I have zero energy. I don't mean to be rude, but I literally have only got a certain amount of energy and I can't give it to you. That's what I'm saying. And then this person or these people will be like, I'm only caring about you. No, you're not. You're caring about yourself because you're not listening to what I'm saying. So, careful of those ones, because a wolf in sheep's clothing is 
quite detrimental. They'll get very, very close to you. You always know a wolf in sheep's clothing because it, it's, um, they get provoked when you want space. You know, have you ever had that friend where you're just like, God, I need a bit of space from them. I don't think they're that healthy. So you've tried to get a bit of space and then they're contacting you on different platforms. So they'll WhatsApp you, right? And then you don't reply to that. So then they send you a message on Instagram and you think, and then you don't reply to that. And then they find another one and you're like, okay, that's not someone who tells you to eat your peas, babes. That's someone who doesn't want space. That's someone who is relying on you to fulfill their life. And that's someone who's draining the fucking life out of you. So, you know, Mr. Success, who was sat opposite me, I'll call him Mr. Peas. So Mr. P, he was surrounded by these people and he thought it was flattering. He thought he was popular. So I've got loads of friends. I says, no, you don't. No, you don't. You have lots of acquaintances. You have lots of people checking in. I said, do you help every single one of these? He said, yeah. I says, do you have an issue with loyalty? Like you get really angered when people don't aren't loyal. He said, yeah. And I says, you're surrounded by acquaintances or benefiting of you, you're not. I says, for you to get so emotional about me telling you to eat your vegetables, you know you're so far from that homely vibe. So far from it that it, it created an, um, an emotional reaction into you, which means that every single person in your life right now is not home. They're benefiting. You want to care for them. The world is a big place, don't get me wrong. You know, I've travelled a bit, a fair bit. And it's all good having different people in different countries. But believe me when I say this, when you're ill, or when someone has died, or when you need them the most, or you're depressed, they don't know, they don't care. You know, they don't. You know. So you got to... You know, don't don't end up like Mr. P. You know, we're getting him back on track now. I always say we because it's me and my spirit guides. <laughs> they don't worry, they're not on the payroll. But you know, we're getting him to a place of being a bit more content. You know, and I said to him like, you know, these bars. I know about these bars. You know, you go in whiskey bars, cigar bars. You know, yeah. I, um, I've got a few stories actually, yeah, yeah, I won't mention their names, I was going to tell you a story, I was like, oh, uh, yeah, it would probably, uh, yeah, no, I won't mention them, because it's not fair, I won't mention their names, but the family they're from, basically, I was going to mention what family or kind of, that they, they're from a big family, and then I was like, no, that's going to really... No, it's a bit too close to it, you know. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I've hung out, hung out and gone out socially and stuff. And, you know, my clients are all over the place, you know. And I just see a sadness in them, you know. So look, if you've got someone in your life that tells you to eat your peace, you've got everything. You really do. You've got something money can't buy. You've got someone interested in your health. You want to be always surrounded by people who are interested in your health you know this friend I said about they um they just keep blowing up my phone even though I've said look I just need a bit of space they're not worried about my health yeah I had chest pains um I'm healthy I'm very extremely healthy but sometimes I just get a bit tired and I had chest pains and that's why I needed space 
because I just literally, I was getting very lightheaded. This was recently, actually. I was getting very lightheaded every time I stood up, and I was getting chest pains, and I just didn't even have the energy to go to A&E. So I thought, I just need a few days to just gather my faculties and gather the strength, and then I'll go and investigate what this is. And that's all I needed, but this friend wouldn't take what I was saying at face value. It's like I would have had to explain exactly why I needed this space and I didn't have the energy. So now I'm like, you're a vampire man because I don't need to explain. If I need space, you should know me well enough that I'm not a little bitch. So if I need space, there's something going on and I will tell you in due course. I'm not horrible, I'll, I'll always fill you in, you know? So you have to be careful of these attention seekers because people can mask it. Oh, I care about you, I really care about you, blah, 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 blah. You know, but the, do they know you, you know? I knew Mr. Pease within five minutes of meeting him more than anyone in his life that he's known for 20 odd years. And he goes skiing with these people, you know, he does all this stuff with all these people. And I knew his emotional components within five minutes before I even fucking sat down. And yes, I'm a psychic and empath and whatever you want to call it, but it was pretty obvious, to be honest. I don't think you need a master's degree in spirituality to figure that out, you know? I mean, you know... And he said, what do you want from me? And I said, nothing, I don't want anything. Why do I want anything? Why is there a debt that's been created? You know? You know, I've, um, I've travelled enough and gone through a lot of um, trials and tribulations incredible hurtful situations incredible and I learned the art of life and it's you know debt shouldn't be created between people no way you know if someone wants space you give them space no contract should be created so if someone wants space you give them space peacefully just let them be peacefully we all exist the issues come and the wars start when it's you owe me this, there's a contract that's been made energetically and emotionally, I now need you because you're my friend. So now you want space or don't want to be in my life anymore, I'm going to have a massive tantrum. Like, no, no, no. I have said, I've spoken before about respect. So if someone is not treating you with respect, then keep your distance. You know, like I've said before about friends going, oh, I'll call you, I'll call you, I'll call you. And then they never do. So I block them. I'm like, no, I'm sorry, but... I'm not going to play that game. That's a game. There's a big difference. That's someone trying to manipulate, keep me warm for their life crisis. No thanks. I'm not dial a drama, you know? So you have to be careful. You have to, it's a little dance. Everything is a dance, you know? Even when you're with someone romantically, it's a bit of a dance about control and passion and things. Yeah, it's quite interesting. But don't let anyone fill your life. These fillers, they've got to go because they drain. They're not into your, in your life because they care about you, so why are they in your life? What, because you have the same thing in common? You'll end up carrying them. 1,000%. Let me just have a sip of my coffee. Hmm. So you see, the thing is, you get to a point like Mr. P's. You'll get to a point where you think, fucking hell, my life's empty. I'm lost. I don't even, you know, I'm getting really bored of the same people now, like, I don't know. He said, Mr. P said something interesting, I've got to go to um, a birthday party. So I've got to fly out. And I thought, I don't know where this birthday party is. But I thought, I bet it's on some winery in the middle of the mountains somewhere anyway. He's got to go. 
and you could see the resentment. And I says, how long um, have you known this person? Oh, my best friend of 20 odd years. And I thought, and you're resentful about going, this is not your best friend. It's someone you've known for 20 odd years. But he lost his enthusiasm and he lost his passion and he lost his um, energy. And so he was blaming him. He was like, oh, there must be something wrong with me. I must have depression. No, it's just somewhere along that friendship, you clocked out. And now you're in that friendship because of all the mechanics of it. Like I've known you for 20 odd years and oh, we go way back and stuff. But actually, emotionally, you clocked out. And psychologically, you clocked out years ago. And now it's a case of resentment. You fucking hate going. You don't want to go. It's all a bit boring. And you're dragging yourself. And it's really easy to blame yourself. Like, what's wrong with me? You know, like, this is someone I've known for 20 odd years. They're my best friend. But you've lost respect for them. You know, your soul knows. Somewhere along the lines, your soul went, no thanks. This person is um, not right. I've lost interest. But you're going along with it. You're people pleasing. You know, he was a terrible people pleaser. And um, he only dated and did things that other people would approve of. Yet he's surrounded by people he doesn't even approve of. Hang on a minute while I try and get that ram ahead. So you're surrounded by people who don't care about you, but you're doing things to please them. I mean, fucking hell, that's like walking into a prison of serial killers and asking them, do they approve of your morals, innit? You know? Come on. Get homely, get warm, get down to earth, you know? Be consistent with the right ones, you know? Yeah, I felt a bit sorry for Mr. Pease. He knows I'm mentioning him on this, so he's probably going to ring me going, don't feel sorry for me. I do, I feel sorry for you, what are you going to do about it? Call the police? <laughs> so look, just, um, you know, there's a lesson in everything, isn't there, at the end of the day. But don't let fillers distract you from your goals and your happiness. And if you don't want to go to a birthday party, maybe, maybe, just maybe, you don't like these people. I mean, shock horror. They could be really nice and they might tolerate your mood swings or whatever. But please, you don't want to go. You don't like them. Simple as. Simple as. So look, where does that leave you? You might be alone for a while. So what? You know, I went backpacking and I ended up having stints where I was completely on my own. And I, um, well, I was lost at one point because I was not emotionally lost, physically lost. I was like, and it was the time before um, the mobile phone rang out, but it didn't have the internet, like maps and things, right? And I was like, well, I'm screwed now because I don't know where I am. So then I'd like sleep somewhere. And um, I was never lonely, ever. And there was times where I thought, well, I could die here and no one would know where I was and what was going on. And I'd never felt alone because I was at home with myself. There's a big difference between going home and no one is there, walking in, right? And you don't feel like you live in an empty house. And then you could live with someone and they are just horrible. And you feel like you live in an empty house, you know? And you might feel lonely because you're not at home with yourself. And yet you could be alone and you could feel at home with yourself and you don't feel lonely. It's the energy, you know? So don't give yourself a hard time. Think about Mr. Pease. We're going to get him on track. We're going to start getting him appreciating life again. 
and um, being happy again. I mean, Jesus, isn't life shit if you're not happy? God, what a long one. No thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, look, I love you loads as always. Relax. Watch out for those fillers, those snakes in the grass. Mm, I'm your friend. Mm, no, you're not, because you're not listening. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Anyway, love you loads.